The following podcast contains spoilers and some really bad parenting. We watch it. Hello everybody and welcome back to We Watched a Thing. I'm Billy, he's Dave, and it's lovely to be here with you again, isn't it, mate? Tis. It's such a beautiful evening. I don't know about the weather there, but it's been a gorgeous day here today. I, I tidied it's the nice. kitchen, yeah. I tidied the fridge, I went for a stroll. It's been stunning. <laughs> yeah, it's thankfully not been hotter than Satan's crotch today. <laughs> yeah. The way it was previously and the way it will be on Australia Day, which yeah. is like 39 oh, to 41-ish. Yeah, it's and meant to be over 30 here again tomorrow. Fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, <it> sure can. <laughs> All right, but we're not here to talk about the weather this week, um, strangely. So I'm very sorry if you have tuned in for weather chat because this is not it. Uh, no. We are here to talk about a movie, as it says on the tin. And this yep. week it is The Iron Claw, a 2023 biographical sports drama film written and directed by Sean Durkin, based on the life of professional wrestler Kevin Von Erich and the Von Erich family. It stars Zac Efron. Jeremy Allen White, Harris Dickinson, Maura Tierney, Holt McCarlany, and Lily James. And what is it about, Dave? People doing wrestling. People doing wrestling shit. The so- Von Trapp family famous. No, sorry, <laughs> yeah. not the Von Trapp family. The Von Erich family wrestlers. Um, yeah, based on apparently a real life wrestling family from yeah. back in the sort of yeah, 70s through to late 80s. Yeah. Heyday of wrestling, I guess it so, was in a sense. I, I want to start with you because I know that you weren't keen on this movie at all. Much like me, you're no. not into wrestling. Obviously, I we're both Australian, so we're and, missing and a lot I, of that American I, culture. I need to preface this by saying um, to Alex from The Contrarians, Jason from Binge Movies, yeah. probably Nick Haskins, a lot of our friends, I don't intend to offend you. Oh. But I don't fucking get wrestling <laughs> yeah. at all. I don't understand it. I don't understand people who are into it. Yeah, it's not as I, I, I understand. I get that the, it requires a certain amount of athleticism, but it's not a sport. You're not competing because it's all no, prescriptive. No, and in fact, when you look up it's, wrestling, when, it, it's not even listed as at, a sport. Like when you Google no. wrestling and look at it on Wikipedia, it actually is listed as a form of theater, um, which. But, 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 there's no, there's not enough writing or character in there to make it entertaining on that. That's why I don't get. And people have their favourites, and they. How are you barracking for someone when the outcome is already preordained? Yeah, I, I yeah. Don't, and and I'll leave it there because I could talk for hours about how fucking bizarre and mystifying I find the whole concept of professional yeah. wrestling yeah. in America. Um, if it was like, you know, Olympic Greco-Roman wrestling where people are actually fighting one another, yeah, I would get it. But they're not. Yeah. How are people barracking again? <laughs> it, it blows my tiny mind. I, it's it's. I find it so mystifying. Yeah. So I have I have to start with you then because I know that you weren't keen on seeing this at all. I was the one who brought this to the table because frankly, yeah. there's not a lot else out this week. But also, mm. I heard nothing but good things about this movie. You mentioned oh, uh, Jason it. from Binge, who you know of yeah. not that long ago did Worst of the Year with us. Uh, last week, he was over on the countdown doing Best of the Year, and this was his number ten. Mm. Um, Obviously, like you mentioned, he is into wrestling. So I was very curious to see how this film would translate to non-wrestling fans, not Americans yep. like us. Um, and I'm because ve- I knew nothing about this family. I, I knew that it was based I've on a true story, and like- I got to tell you, 
I, I enjoyed this movie. I didn't love it. It wouldn't have cracked my top 10 of the year personally, but I did oh, like okay. it a lot. Yep. And um, it did inspire me to go and read more about the family afterwards. And I, I don't know if you read, it's actually even more tragic. They cut out an entire like, other brother. Yeah, I, I gather from reading uh, Nick Haskins' review and a few other things that, yeah, not only is there another tragic brother who just didn't even get a fucking look in. Yeah, who but, was he, who but, was the youngest but, by a long stretch, and he committed suicide as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about the um, the the parenting awards that those two are not getting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I gather that they played a lot of jazz with the timelines and chronology and stuff in sort of uh, yeah. rhapsody style. Yeah. Um, so let, let me ask you then: did did you like this film, especially knowing that you weren't expecting to like it and you didn't even want to see it? Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting to, but then I, the more I thought about it, I thought, well, you know, it, 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 I don't get. Re- I, I really like fighting with my family. Yeah, I like the wrestler. I used um, to like um, Celebrity Deathmatch. Did you ever watch that? The claymation show. Yeah, <laughs> for my sins, I actually had to market a PlayStation One game of Celebrity Deathmatch, so I'm, I'm quite familiar. Um, so I, I was kind of thinking, oh well, I, I really like fighting with my family. It's you know. It's, I'm hearing good things. Apparently, you know, Efron's knocked it out of the park and there's, yeah. you know, people are talking, you know, maybe nominations for Best Actors. So um, I kind of went in expecting it to kind of to be not not too bad, but um, not a good film. Oh, you didn't like this movie? It's not a good film. Wow. Okay. Well, this is going to be interesting then. <laughs> Um, so let me start with what I did like about the film. Cause like I said, it wouldn't have cracked my top 10, but I enjoyed a lot more than I thought I was going to effectively. It's a, it's a family drama really. And what I like about it is particularly through the addition of the Lily James character who she much like us, better. who much like us does not like wrestling and does not understand wrestling. At least you have that viewpoint. And I think the movie actually takes a really interesting tactic where at several points it questions the reality of wrestling and like what what the hell even is this like how and she even asks him how do you compete it's all staged and and so there's that, some really that, nice that, interactions that there scene, that scene i think is one of the few genuinely well written moments in the film yeah because it is the question that obviously everyone who's not a wrestling fan is asking even before they go in yeah. And, and it's smart of them to include that. Yes. And I think Efron's little speech about it being like any job, you work hard, you get promoted. And yeah. I think that is that that is one of the few bits where I thought that's really well written. Yeah, and it made it make and, sense and, for and me. It, and it's it's smart to include it because out certainly, I mean, certainly outside of America, but even in America there's going to be people who just don't understand or don't get wrestling yeah but certainly outside america a lot of us kind of look at the states and go why the fuck are you all into that yeah yeah um so yeah i i actually sort of took note and sat up in the cinema and and thought to myself that is a really smart thing to include and it's really well written and it's efron delivers it really really well i i think efron delivers everything he's doing in this movie really well i think that he actually does crush this performance i don't think there's a bad performance in the film i think mortini is fantastic she is almost unrecognizable yeah yeah and um they're both awful parents yeah but they both play it so well they do and (laughs) it's really interesting um watching them she is an awful parent 
but you can almost understand how she got to that point. Like when well, you she's s- married to him. But when you <laughs> see that, when you see the first scene of the movie where she's like, "What? What did you? What did you do? You you bought this car. We have no money. Like, what are you doing?" And then when you cut forward to kind of you know where the bulk of the movie happens, where they're in a nice house and they're pulling in money and. And I think you can understand from her perspective where she's like, oh, well, clearly he knows what he's doing. Clearly this is working for our family. Uh, You can kind of understand how she got to the point where she is such an enabler that she's letting him do what he does to the children. And it is just, it's horrific to watch. And and one of my biggest gripes with this film is that I don't think that there is a single adequately written character i don't think there's enough character development for a single person in this film um and particularly i mean he is fritz you you kind of you understand him not because it's well written but just because it's it's an archetype we've seen before he he's failed at his own this movie is essentially succession (laughs) (laughs) it it really is he is effectively logan roy he's you know he's the head of the family dynasty and he yeah no yeah but isn't logan roy hugely successful and his children are all kind of substandard yeah yeah the the flip side because fritz failed he never made it and that's why he's like just well, he drilling, he never made it. He never made it to stuff. world to world champion, but he was he was clearly you know quite successful in his craft still, and obviously he owns the a massive chip on his shoulder to the point where even yes. even even the fucking musician kid who's got no business being in the ring is it's kind of foisted in there so that he's you know the more kids I throw in the ring, yeah. the more chance I've one got of them will one stick. Going to bring yeah. it home. And yeah. yet, to the point that he says to them, now, you know, this is my favourite and he's number two oh, and he's number three and he's number God. four, but the rankings can change. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you can think what that there's asshole. not enough character in there. I, I actually found that all of the he's, characters were pretty well developed and pretty well written. He's, I, oh, no, I really don't. The, the writing is my big problem with this film. I think yeah, the right. writing is genuinely bad. Um, so more t- take um, Dottie, Moritini, the mum. We are meant to sympathise with her at the end. Yeah. There are scenes where we're genuinely meant to be honest, but she has been an utter fucking bitch for the entire film. With And the only thing that we were, we're given through the whole film that is even remotely supposed to give us some character development to make us care at the end is a throwaway comment that she once used to paint. Yeah. One line that's glossed over, thrown away, that's it. And there's no sort of she doesn't sort of wistfully say it. She said, "I used to paint, and your dad used to play the clarinet." Fucking what? Um, <laughs> and that's all we. And, and we're supposed to. Sit, no, it's not like. And and the, the the comparison that immediately came to me while I was watching it is um, Mary McDonnell in Donnie Darko, where she's an absolute fucking bitch of a mum the whole way through. But we're not meant to sympathise with her at the end. It's not like we're meant to pivot on a dime and go, oh, no, I've now 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 she's crying. No, no, she's still a cunt by the end. Yeah. Whereas Maura Tierney was supposed to sympathise, and I fucking didn't. Yeah, interesting. Not one jot. Yeah. And and all of the I, – I kept forgetting the names of the kids because we didn't get enough. Even Zac Efron, who's supposed to be our main character, it's – no fault of him. He is great with what he was given in terms of the dialogue and, and, and the character on paper. But there's just nothing. Harris Dickinson's character, like, I have no idea. For the entire time he was on screen, 
what he wanted. Did he like wrestling? Did he not like wrestling? Yeah, what, but you know what? I, I, don't necess- I don't necessarily think of that as a fault because – it doesn't it it doesn't matter whether the kids like wrestling or don't because that's you not don't what think? no because that's not what it's about the fact well, is that they have been is, well the whole film no. is about the fact their dad's forcing them into this thing it but makes exactly. a difference whether they like it or not well no because it lets, i mean if you're forced to do something from such a young age that it is just normalcy to you it's it's more of a ritual than anything else. You don't even think about whether you like it or not. It's like brushing your teeth. Like you're taught to brush teeth from such a young age and you do it every day and it's just part of your life that you don't think about whether you like brushing your teeth or not. It's just something you do. And I, no, I, I know that that sounds ridiculous, but for these kids, that's exactly what wrestling is. They never had a choice. They don't right. get the opportunity to think about whether they like it or not. All right. Here's another example. So you've got Jeremy Allen White. Uh, 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 mate from the the bear. Yes, yeah. Who we, we gather is an Olympic hopeful because they mention it once, and we see him throw a discus once. They mention it a few times. <laughs> do, do, do they? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He throws one discus, but even even and, pro, even before he, we meet him in, in the next scene. We're told he, we, we gather he didn't make it. It all happens off screen. We get none of that fucking. He's just suddenly there, and his dad's hugging him, going, "Oh well." It's not that he didn't make it. Did you did you watch the movie, Dave? Even before we meet him, uh, when you know the dad is giving the speech about you know he's my favorite, you're number two, whatever. He he says you know Kerry is about to go to the Olympics, and that's before we meet him. And then then he throw a discus, and then his dad's hugging him, going, "Oh well, never mind." But then no, there's a whole montage where we find out due to the Cold War. No Americans are allowed to go to the Olympics because it's in Russia, and that's why he can't go. Did you miss that? I I swear that was not in my screening. Wow. Okay. No, there, there's a whole montage I, I where through through the what? news and radio and stuff, we learned that due to you know the the political climate, no oh, Americans yeah, are allowed Amer- to go. Ameri- to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 80, 80 or eighty-one. Yeah, that that sounds right. It, actually, Amer- yeah. America, America um, pulled out the one year they didn't go. Yep. Okay. So, so that's that's why he can't go. So that that's what I actually find really interesting about his character. It's not even that he failed. You know, he he is he doesn't not- seem to miss it though. It, no, he, he quite happily just jumps into the family business. So because it, what else are you going to do? Again, would, again, he doesn't know anything some, else. Some sort of something from him as a character that he actually missed. And was upset about the fact he didn't get to go to the Olympics and compete. He just seemed to be, oh, yeah, Australia yeah, wrestling. Cool. Woo-hoo, daddy, I'll do that. Yeah, whatever. I feel, I feel like you – did you take, like, the world's longest piss? I feel like you missed, like, 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> there was no – there was just nothing. And he acted well. I need to stress – Everyone in this film acted well. Even Lily James, whose character was just may as well, apart from the very end of the film, may as well not have been there because she was given nothing to do. But she was still good. Everyone acted well. But the character development across the board was so poorly done. Wow. I actually really just honestly, you're making me want to give this movie an even higher mark just as fuck you. Because <laughs> I, I, I actually I didn't feel that at all. I thought that the characters were all pretty nicely developed and written and uh like even Lily James's character, I actually I I really liked their relationship, and I, I liked the struggle I liked that Zac Efron 
went through because he was the only one of the brothers who genuinely did like wrestling. And and he says that from the start, but he still acknowledges that it's just, you know, it's it's all they've ever done. But he loves it. And the one thing he loves more than wrestling is his brothers and being with them. And the, the, the relationship between the brothers, even though we didn't get much development for any of the characters, yeah. the relationships played true and I did like that. Uh, my biggest problem with the film is the moments where it tries to be emotionally manipulative, which it, maybe it's my own problem. It's the same reason I don't like fucking Nicholas Sparks. I don't like <laughs> when a movie wants you to cry. And there are several points in this movie where it is very clear that that is what the filmmaker wants you to do, regardless of how you feel about anything else. The scene where- Where you know, did you think they wanted us to cry? Because uh, they fucking failed. The, the scene where the three dead brothers reunite- and oh and, the, my and they meet God, the, that was the wor- yeah that even, is the worst was, scene in the film and it doesn't that, need to be there Ghostbusters afterlife level of fucking awful yeah that is the worst scene in the film by a country mile and it just doesn't need to be there and the only reason it is there is to try and draw tears out of the audience <laughs> and it just did not succeed baby Jack oh there yeah. he is come yeah. here you little fucking yeah fucking hell. that's why the, the the because none of those characters I'll 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 kind of give you all right, maybe we got a little bit of Zac Efron and Lily James in terms of their relationship did take a bit of a trajectory. It wasn't particularly well done, but there there was a bit of an arc there and leaving aside the ludicrous, oh, no, I can't come home because of the curse and all of that bullshit, which was fucking stupid. Um, I'll give you, we got a little bit there, but we got no real character development. I mean, considering the fact that two of the three of them committed suicide, you'd think we would have got some sort of an emotional arc for them to, to but that, that for, for a long fucking movie that's comfortably well over two hours, we've got the first almost two thirds where very little happens. It's like, oh, is he going to get a title shot? Is he not? Is he going to get a title? And then suddenly we've got this, a death, two suicides, a, a foot <laughs> amputation, yeah. and a child bought all of this stuff. And it happens within 10 minutes. I do agree. I, the pacing I, I was laughing is, laughing out yeah. loud in the cinema. It's suddenly, oh, another one's dead. Another one's dead. Another yeah. one's dead. Oh, I need to get a new black dress. I can't wear the same one I wore yesterday. Yeah. I do agree that the pacing is a problem in the film because you're right. The first- hour or so i wouldn't say it's slow i still enjoyed the time but yeah once you start getting to the tragedy it just doesn't stop and look to some extent that's probably intentional to because i'm sure that how it felt being a family member i'm sure it felt like it was just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy and it didn't slow down but from a a narrative perspective it does feel very unbalanced um it's it literally and i wasn't the only one i heard some sniggers behind me in the in the cinema as well when it was literally just (laughs) he's gonna die oh yep yep there he is bang oh yep knew that was coming yeah and and people were laughing and i'm fairly confident Sean Durkin didn't want people laughing when the brothers start dropping like flies. No, <laughs> and that's a that's a failing on the on his part as the both writer and director that he had people laughing when it was supposed to be getting more and more tragic. Yeah, that's interesting. And, I, I mean, and, I didn't have then, any laughing in my session, but again, I wonder if some of that is the cultural thing. disconnect, oh. you know, with us being Australian and non wrestling fans. I want. I wonder if maybe there's a bit of a disconnect there, I audience mean, I, wise. I I, I I grant that I am a step removed 
from presumably some of the target audience because I know from listening to Jason, for example, he is familiar with the family. When he was watching wrestling, they were a big thing. He's familiar with them and with the you know the story, the story of the yeah. family. So obviously, there's something to latch on to. I still I still don't think the writing is good. I think the writing is is objectively bad. But I, I get that I do not have the connection to this material that a lot of people will. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone, no matter, it, 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 you could be related to this family and I still think that afterlife scene would be on the nose. Yeah. I, I, I think that is yeah. easily the worst scene in the film and just didn't need to be there. Um. Because it's you've you've taken the three brothers for whom you've given me zero character development, and you're making them the 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 emotional high point of the film, not yeah. the guy that is our main character. The, the the emotional high point of the film should have been him reuniting with the family after for some reason sleeping in a gym for God knows how long because he was afraid of a curse. Moving out to the and it got so much shit happens off screen. Yeah, the, the, the I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, the, yeah, they moved to Hawaii and had a million grandchildren. That well, the, the fact show that they us some of that. It's what well, they they give us it the, the teaser right when he first meets yeah. her. And what do you want? She, she ekes it out of him. What do you want? I want to be the world champion. What else? Surely there's more. I want to have a big family and have my family a big farm. Have my family move there and and all be together. Yeah. So the I agree. Kind of, really, the narratively, the 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 big culmination of the film should have been that it I agree. shouldn't have been the fucking stupid yeah. Ghostbusters afterlife boat ride down the mangroves to meet your dead brothers. I read after too that his mother, Moratini's character, moved out to Hawaii with them and lived on the farm like forever. Oh Jesus, I would have said fuck off. <laughs> but like that should have been part of the film. Like that you know, it just it didn't make sense to me that yeah, I, I no, agree with you completely. None of the denouement moments landed for me. The bit where he comes home and she hasn't made dinner because she's taken up painting again. That yeah. was, that fell so flat. It was off screen. We couldn't even see her painting. It, it just, none of it landed partly because the, you know, when she said she'd given up painting was, you know, done as such an afterthought. It's, as well. it's but- funny that that scene did land in my cinema and even Nusku didn't love the movie. Um, she, she liked that scene. Like she, she found that kind of, so, Did she just was was it just the satisfaction of going yeah fuck make your own dinner? I I think I, it I was because to me I think that was more the point of the scene rather than the it wasn't even the fact that she was painting it's more just that she was painting instead of cooking him dinner and yeah. was just and when he was questioning she was just like oh I'm not hungry like to me that was the point of that scene. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the soundtrack? Because any, I mean, maybe this is why I rated it so highly. But any film that has "Don't Fear the Reaper" and uh, "Tom Sawyer" by Rush is going to yeah. be right up there in my book. Because fuck, I love the, the, Tom Sawyer. <laughs> the thing that got me through the two hours and however long it was, interminable minutes it was, was the '70s setting and and the yeah. songs, like the, the needle drops. Every time I was like, "Fuck, I I, I could literally just walk out and go and get." A burger or something. Yeah, the next just, three I'll days, I'll just I'll just go on Wikipedia, read the synopsis, and tell Billy I watched it. Um, and and then yeah, Rush would start playing. I'd go, oh, well, I'll just I'll wait for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so how are you scoring this film out of ten? Then I I, I got to be honest, I'm shocked that you disliked it as much as you did. Um, are you below a five? I am. Yeah. Wow. I I. Think I think I'm a four. Wow. 
and I feel bad because I think the, the cast all do very good work. And for a lot of them, it's, the, it's some of the best stuff I've seen them do, except for whoever it is that plays Rick Flair because he was fucking god awful. Um, but I think the, the main cast are all very strong and it's all people I like. So I kind of feel bad. And, and all, all four of my points are going to them and to whoever whipped out their record collection to do the soundtrack. Yeah. Well, but, I, no, did not like this film. Yeah, I, I'm a seven. Like I said, I, I didn't love it. It wouldn't crack my top five, wouldn't crack my top ten, but I I liked it. I thought it was fairly well put together. I wouldn't watch it again, but I, I, I was really hesitant to watch it as well, predominantly because I'm just not typically uh, a huge family drama guy. Like I just don't tend to love this genre of film, even outside of the wrestling. But I was surprised at how much I did enjoy it. Um, I think. Have you seen Fighting with My Family? No, I haven't. No. Give that a go because I'd be interested to see what you think. Because I would. That for me is probably a eight out of ten film. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. and it, it's again it's a family drama that's around wrestling. But I think the difference for me anyway is that most of the emphasis in that film is on the characters and the relationships within the family yeah. and the wrestling is almost incidental. Every time I felt with this where they started to have any sort of relationship stuff, the whole thing just got went back to when's yeah. the next title belt, when's the next when are we going to get yeah. the belt back? Um so yeah, check that out. That's a and you, and you love Florence Pugh, so I do you know. enjoy Florence Pugh. Um let me ask then we are recording um a little bit out of order because the Oscar nominations haven't uh, been announced yet. So, so, this, yeah. so tomorrow we'll be recording a, a bonus episode that will drop earlier than this about this. So you've already heard <laughs> that. But I just have to ask you now, do you think this is getting any Oscar nominations? Because I don't. No. I don't. No, no. No. Same. I I don't think while I think the cast are all solid, I don't think everyone's good enough given who else is out there, including films that we haven't even got yet. Yeah. Um where I've seen enough and read enough to know that they are serious contenders um, in both main and supporting acting roles. I don't see anyone in this being even close to nominations. I don't think the screenplays <laughs> should even be in the conversation. Uh, I adapted don't, screenplay I don't is going to be way too stacked a category anyway, yeah. especially now that Barbie <clears throat> has been moved to adapted. Both, both, both adapted and original have both got well over five, you know, potential lock. Yeah. Things. I don't see this getting in there. I don't think the direction's very good. Um, the first couple of minutes, I thought, oh, this might be really good because it, it it deliberately gave you big Raging Bull vibes. And then yeah. the more it went on, I was like, but it's nowhere near as good. No. Um, yeah. None. Nothing about this film to me is award worthy. No. All right. Well, what are we getting to next week, mate? Uh. You may have seen The Beekeeper, so we can possibly talk briefly about that. Yeah, we can do um, some beekeeping. Um, are you going to get two Mean Girls? I don't want to, <laughs> unless you're going to force me to. I, I've seen it already. If you if you happen to get to it, I think it could make an interesting episode. I don't think it's a whole episode, mate. <laughs> um, do we get Madam Webb yet? I know that's no, early Feb, isn't it? I don't think so. What's the date? 23rd. No, I think that'll be the week after. Um, see if you can see Beekeeper and I'll see Mean Girls and we'll, that'll be a fun chat on both counts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram and X 
or under the handle at we watched a thing if you want to help support the show you can do that at patreon.com forward slash we watched a thing get early access to episodes get very early access to our bonus series uh, where we're hunting for perfect albums and i think that's everything we'll, we'll catch you next week is that how we yeah. end this <laughs> I don't know. Go give us a five-star <laughs> review. We need. We, it's a while since we played those. <laughs>